ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to our 12th and final episode of the season. I'm Aoife. And I'm Sophie, and this is Adulting Fails. everyone as Aoife said we are going to take a little hiatus now between seasons the sun is shining the summer is in progress we are going to go away and get some content to bring back to you for season two we're going to get a bit creative going to let those creative juices flow hopefully over some day pints maybe Aoife at some stage I don't, Not I don't baby, know how you're baby. fixed it's not a, it's a hundred percent going to happen. <laughs> and so, yes, as we say, this is the last episode. So we are going to kick off as we always do with our fortnightly fails. So Aoife, lay it on me. How did you fail this fortnight? So I actually have two fails. Uh, the first one, the second one isn't mine. And I'm going to say it second because it's more applicable to the topic, but... The first one is Vintage Me. Went to Nookrof, um, and I was like, I'm going to go into Dunn's because I have no work clothes. I went to the office, went back to the office about two weeks ago, but now going in a couple of days a week. And I just looked at my wardrobe and I was like, I have enough like clothes for like, like I'm lucky I'm going in for two days a week because like I think I can stretch it out to four days, but that's it. Like it's all winter okay. wear, black dresses, stuff that needs tights that I'm like, yeah, so hot in the office as well. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go into Dunn's. I'm just going to fly in and see if they have any like bits I could pick up. So I went mm-hmm. in and found this really, really nice cream, which again is dangerous for me. Um, Cream top that has like a pinstripe like you know like a shirt bit that like tucks out the bottom but it's like attached to the the top oh lovely yeah it's it, it's actually lovely so bought that bought a pair of trousers to go with it and then I went into Tesco and did my shopping for the evening for my dinner and I ended up getting like loads of little bits and I went you know to the place where they like have all the salads and they like reduce them to your euro because they're gonna go off that day yeah. <laughs> and it's all the yellow yeah. stickers my favorite place and I was like oh my god look at this a slaw I'm gonna buy this and I'm gonna be just so healthy I'm gonna use a slaw on everything so chucked it into the bag and um what do you mean a slaw like a coleslaw no not a col. it's not made with mayonnaise like it's just like slawed up (laughs) I don't know it's just like shredded up vegetables okay 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 it was called it was called beetroot slaw Okay, okay, I'm with you. So I chucked it into the bag, obviously didn't bring a shopping bag, which is again, vintage me. So I chucked it all into the one bag and took it up. (gasps) Oh, I think I know where this is going. It's a beetroot slaw. It's a cream jumper. (sighs) Literally. Like the top, I might as well just dye pink. Oh my God. I have manic, manic, sorry. I've magic fucking powder. I've got one of those vanish 
soaps. I've got a magic eraser sponge. Nothing. It won't come off it. Fuck it. Could you dye the top a different color? Yeah, I could try. But like, am I that crafty? Am I that arsed? I don't think so. Just get more slaw. Just cover the whole thing. I know. Just like... Did you see mm-hmm. that thing actually where the girl spilled the red wine on her white jumpsuit and she like made it into this like tie dye thing <laughs> and it actually looks really nice and I was like if I tried to do that it would just look like a piece of shit so oh I'd be kicked out like yeah they'd just be like stop doing that so uh yeah that was my fail number one so I'm just avoiding like, I know I'm devo because I was like this would be lovely now we go my black tights go me uh, blue chairs anyway it's all over for me and I just I'm just gonna online shop from now on but that'll probably get lost in the mail anyway um but to move on the next fail I had actually happened when I was in the office last week and I went for lunch with my friends and we went up to George Street Arcade which as you know mm-hmm. is not a particularly fancy place it's where you used to go to get your ears pierced when you were 10 and you'd pretend that you were 18 <laughs> like, just... oh my god I was literally gonna say it's where you go and get all your piercings yeah. when you're a teenager and you're really so cool. we were walking through George Street Arcade right and we come up to this like sanitation station but it had sanitation station on it it was just a hand sanitizer dispenser on like a piece of strong cardboard in the middle of the (laughs) entryway so we walk up anyway and I'm walking behind my friend and she like goes up to the sanitation sanitation station I say like it's so fun she goes up to the hand sanitizer and um she's standing there for ages and I was like what the fuck is she doing like just fucking use it so we can go in and I looked at her and she was holding her hand underneath it like it's hmm. an automatic dispenser <gasps> and I go where the fuck do you think you are the choice she has an automatic hand dispenser she's standing there for so long and I was like oh my god you've lost touch with your roots on like and she was just like oh my god to be honest I feel like I did that the other day now I noticed obviously as soon as I put my hand under but yeah you kind of do get a little bit spoiled now um in certain places and you, you just walk up and you're like pour on me Mm. and it's like do it yourself bitch like the effort of me pushing this button in slightly so gas. Too very good. very topical for yeah. our for that's our why episode. I was like very that's a pandemic fail now so uh so tell me Soph what were your fortnightly fails well I had one that I was gonna say now it's kind of controversial right mm. so firstly it's not my fail it's some absolute dope fail and there is a big movement under this if you get me that I'm not going to get into I'm purely going I'm purely saying the story for the comical relief not that he was funny but the situation is funny because he comes off like a total dick okay look but it's just so funny how easily he came off like a total (laughs) dick so anyway without further delay um, our last episode, as you well know, Aoife, uh, was style sabotage. Mm. And as part of the market research that I did for that, I was kind of like having a goo at what's in style at the moment. Yeah. And uh, I know that we were talking about flare jeans. Um, yeah. They're a thing now. I, I, I don't know if they're called flare jeans. They might be called boot cut on different, you know, sites or whatever, but they're, they're kind of flare, you know. Yeah. 
um, tie it on top, go out at the bottom. So, do you know what? After our last episode, I was like, fuck it, go on then. I'm going to order a pair. And I was like, more than likely, I will try them on, return them, and never speak of it again. Obviously. But just on the off chance that I, I try and be fashionable and succeed, I'm going to go for it. So I, they arrived and they fit, they fit well. They were like, they were good. I was like, okay, okay, I can deal with this. And so I decided to wear them out this weekend. I was going into town, having like a late lunch, early dinner, drinks, whole vibe. So I decided that they were getting their first outing. Wow. So I got the Lewis in town. I got off of Westmoreland Street and I met two of my guy friends. Um, so that's kind of topical. To, well, that, it makes sense why I'm saying that. Um, so the two, of, so the three of us then were walking from Westmoreland Street to Temple Bar. And just the three of us walked by this group of like no more than 18 years old. Like they were fresh out of their mom's womb, like standing out, having pints in a plastic cup. I'm pretty sure they were standing outside a chipper. Like I don't, <laughs> I didn't really know, you know, what their vibe was. It was like three o'clock in the day. They were toddler infants and I'm walking by them. <laughs> and this little prick turns around and says, there's one for you now, Dermo. Look at the arse on that. What? And I was like, are you fucking? <laughs> I was just walking by like, absolutely. Is, is that, is that, did that just happen? There's one for you now, Dermo. <laughs> so yeah. You're a cat cult. There you go. Sexual. I don't, yeah, that's what it is. I don't know what the actual term is for it, but cat calling is alive and well. Uh, didn't realize it was, it really was um, as brazen, especially three o'clock in the day. Mm-hmm. But uh, I can confirm, I can confirm that that was my fortnightly fan. That's so funny. Although, did you keep the jeans? <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping the jeans all right, but Jesus fucking Christ, it's not for that attention. <laughs> I just don't understand that kind of like, why would you shout at a stranger? But like, I didn't even cop it was the thing. All I heard was, there's one for you, Dermo. And I just wasn't listening. I was like, nothing got to do with me. I'm walking by. My and my mate turned around. He goes, yeah, my mate turned around. He just goes, uh, oh, there you go. Sex is, or sexual harassment live and well. And I was like, what? And he's like, do you not hear what they just said? And I was like, what did they say? He was like, oh, well, if you didn't hear, I'm not going to tell you. I was like, what the fuck did they say? He said it. I was like, stunning, stunning. And so, yeah. Like, why can't you just walk up the road in a pair of jeans that makes you feel nice and just live your life? I like, I just don't understand where that was going. You know what I mean? Like, where, what part of that guy thought, you know, this is, this is a good thing to do. This is not a fail. And I can confirm it is, in fact, a yeah. fail. Dutch courage takes it a little too far sometimes, doesn't it? Would you speak to your mother with that, mouth? Honestly, like, because I... Um, I'd be coming up through South William quite a lot, like, because I'm back in the office and, uh, 
like the fuck, like the shit you see is actually shocking. I was coming back on Friday and there was a group of girls walking down and a group of lads walking up similar ages. One of the lads turns around to the one of the girls and he's like, are they you looking class? And she was like, leave me alone. And he goes, I fucking, I take it back, you ugly bitch. (laughs) (laughs) It's the fucking take backs that I actually like. Oh, just like leave me alone. She's with her friends. She's trying to have a drink and walk down the road. And like, I'm sure she was just like, you're a stranger to me. And I don't want to stop and have a conversation with you. And he kind of like stood out to like block her path being like, you know, you're looking class. She's just like leave me alone. What's like, what does he think is going to happen there? What, what does he think is going to happen there? She's gonna go. Oh, thanks so much. Thanks. Do you, you want to wear a face? Yeah. Like, what? Like, like it was like what's six gonna happen there on a Friday? Like I don't understand it. And then like he's like, okay, I take it back. You didn't accept my compliment, and then proceeds to insult her and actually call her ugly. So it makes so much sense. So Eva, would you like to come over to my Tinder Trauma Diaries corner? Woohoo! I've been waiting all week for this baby. Lay it on me. Well, I have been on the gram with our lovely listeners. Um, last episode, we spoke about what somebody gave the listener, which was the voucher for Peter Mark. Oh, yeah, and we asked people what people had given them or offered them early on in like getting to know someone, you know, that kind of stage where you're just like, no. And uh, I put it up and I just got a very funny one sent in where this guy met, (laughs) this guy met a guy on a dance floor in Dublin on a night out. Your man was then flying, literally, I think, from the night out, flying home to Belgium. And they'd kissed or whatever on the night out. And they obviously exchanged emails. So, like, I don't even know what year this was. (laughs) Yeah. Your man, your man woke up the next morning and the Belgian guy had emailed him. He had typed out the lyrics to a French love song what? called like Les Lettres Rouge had typed it out in a full email to your man's Hotmail account. Oh, I thought like howling, like what a funny story. And you obviously never saw him again. And he was like, no, no, I flew to Belgium <laughs> to meet him. <laughs> no you didn't I was like you absolutely didn't he was like no no like I actually did like this this became a thing and they were like seeing each other back and forth and he goes one of the times when he knew he had to draw the line was uh, he was over in Belgium and your man asked him to look at him find his soul and connect He read me a poem, presented me with a handmade candle and said his mom had a poem for me also. So I pretended I had a vomiting bug and ran to the airport. (laughs) Oh my God, Sophie. At every point of that story, (laughs) 
Like you said, look me in the eye. I thought I honestly thought that was the last drop. And then you said homemade candy. <laughs> and his mom ro- oh my god, I can't. <laughs> how did how would talk some- about like red flags? Yeah, how would somebody think this is going to entice him? I'm gonna get my mom to write a poem. Like I I just said when I was messaging him back, I said like I hope you at least bought him a mirror so he could like look at himself um in your absence. Oh my god, horrific. I wonder what the poem was like. So I know. I didn't ask. No, I didn't I ask. I might uh, yeah, I might try and find out one day. Yeah. Um, so thank you to the lovely listener that sent that in, making us feel less alone on our journeys as we embark on the Tinder Trauma Diaries. I suppose me, myself and I in my um, adventures, I can't overly say that I've had specific, you know, impactful fails um, recently. <laughs> so I thought in lieu, I would just throw out um, some general fails that I come across on the dating apps great love that um so when you see someone's photo and all of the photos look like they were taken on a brick (laughs) like you can't even make out you can't even make out the person's face whatsoever and like online dating is like is what it is like you're judging somebody based off their pictures like, it's not like you're, you know, in a bar and you're like, no, I want to know your personality. Like you are swiping left or swiping wide or up or down or whatever it is based on your pictures. So like, why would you upload shit? Like, it's as if they're still rocking like a fucking Motorola flip phone or something. Like, I don't, I don't get it. How does this happen? Maybe they, they must be, they must be. Yeah. Um. I also come across a lot of profiles that specify in the bio that they need someone to be open-minded. Now, as a general turn of phrase, I understand. Yeah, like it's nice to be an open-minded person, but it's just getting a bit weird. I'm like, why? I'm like, what what are you hiding? Like, (laughs) Yeah, like most people are like pretty open-minded these days. So like yeah, so like having to call it out. Yeah, it's like is there something specific that you're hiding? Yeah, and also like I've seen where people are like you have to be open minded, and then you know uh, the other person's like that's weird, and they're like, but I said you have to be open minded, and it's like that's not you telling me that I can't react to your weird shit. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I'm still gonna react. I know. I'm like. What are they going to say? Yeah, like, it's scary. It's scary what goes on out there. Yeah. Um, then there's the standard. If a profile has three pictures or less, it's an absolute no. They go in the bin. Yeah. And the final one I wanted to bring up, which freaks me the fuck out, is when people put random letters in their bio. So there's certain letters that you know. So, like, BDSM you know you're talking like you're looking at somebody very kinky but when people put up like letters that I don't even know I'm like I don't know like are you affiliated with an institution is that your degree is that or is that like really heavy kinky shit that I don't even know the words for like INFP is one that I came across what What the fuck does that mean did you look it up 
No, I didn't actually. Maybe I'll do it. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> Imagine if you put on yours, Sophie, MSC, <laughs> Bachelor of Science. Yeah, exactly. That is just. Apparently, I don't know, like INFP is like, I don't know, like a fucking mediator or personality or something. What? Is, well, is INFP a rare personality? Sophie, were you on LinkedIn? Is that... <laughs> <laughs> is that not a dating app? No. Introversion, intuition, feeling, and perception. See, there you go. It's just getting very difficult these days. I can't keep up with all the feckin' letters. Me neither. And now if I see them, I automatically think that there's some weirdo kinky fucker and I will clearly not fight for them. Yeah, but like, I just don't understand. Like, why would you put that up and just be like, have you ever seen that um, Instagram page? It's called Beam Me Up Soft Boy. And it's basically it's stuff like this that people do on dating profiles. Just being like, you know, Aoife INFP and then someone would be like what does INFP mean and they're like why don't you know or it'll be like I only watch I only watch vintage black and white movies you know and like they put shit like that <laughs> up and like they make you feel bad for like yeah. being an uncultured swine yeah I just know can't cope to be honest I think I might be putting them in the bin I think now when we go on our break um, might put the old dating apps in the bin and uh, see if there's physical humans out there. I did actually ask um, our listeners on a poll, like what the sus is out and about at the moment. And I said, like, you know, what are people like on nights out? Like, is it like no interaction or is it like would lick a pole? And um, <laughs> Majority of people actually went for lick a pole. So I think there might be a, bit, a few people in heat, like, mm-hmm. um, ready to, ready to go. So yeah, might, um, might retire my virtual presence for a little while. Oh, like, have you seen that thing is going around and saying, um, people are waxed and waxed and ready to go. Um, I literally put up an Instagram post saying that, yes. Oh my God, maybe that was you who I saw it off. I thought that was the funniest thing I've seen. I heard it and it was the funniest thing I ever heard. It was waxed and waxed. And I was like, that's that's in my vocabulary now. 100%. That's... We're the same. <gasps> I was like, amazing. When I'm waxed, I'm going to use that. That was a post that you were in, actually, that I put it up. <laughs> the night out the other night, I put it up and I said like, Holding tight till we're waxed and waxed. Oh my <laughs> god, amazing! I'm the worst. Ah. I just saw that I was. Ah. Oh my god, you did say that. <laughs> <laughs> I was very hungover the next morning. Go, hey, leave it out. Oh, stop in bits.com. In bits. Um, the only downside of this pandemic opening up is that I'm experiencing hangovers again and they're not hangovers mm. where like you know you've had like wine in your own house or something it's like get being outside <laughs> yeah there's like layers to hangovers now yeah there is and you're like your energy goes down as well because you're actually are like walking around and 
being out in the world. It's a lot. It's a lot. But I'm willing to sacrifice. Oh, I'm not complaining. Jesus, no. So bringing us into our main topic, Aoife, another poll that I put up on the Instagram account was about the topic we're going to be talking about today, which is, you know, post-lockdown, lockdown easing measures, life after lockdown, all of that good stuff. And so I just asked people, I was like, do you actually know what the restrictions are at the moment? Um, because I completely have lost track. I don't, I don't really know at all what, what's happening. And 96% of people said that they didn't either. And like a lot of people answered that poll. (laughs) So we're all in this together. I say that's worrying. Well done us. Yeah. I also don't know. Like I really don't. Like am I allowed in someone's gun? I fucking hope so. I'm like, <laughs> when are the pubs opening back up? Like, is that a thing? Is that happening? Are we allowed to have parties? Yeah, it is happening at the start of July. Start of July, okay. But it's still, it's all like fucking bookings and all of this good stuff, which leads me into my first fail of the topic, which was our night out. Me and you, you oh, and yeah. I booked to go to a pub and have a meal have a few drinks sit out in the sun love that for us yeah and we were served on a paper plate (laughs) plastic cutlery yeah we were given the worst table we were basically indoors on a cracking sunny day the worst table in the entire premises. They kicked us out after an hour 45. And then they're like, oh yeah, you can go over to the drinks area. And you're like, okay, can we have a table there? And they're like, oh, well, no, you, you can't like book the drinks area. We're like, okay, so is there any tables? No, no, because the locals just come and sit there all day. Uh, okay, so that's just it. Yeah. That was that's it. Just I'm it. like, when we booked, like, did they tell us that there was a turnaround on the table? Because, like, they did, but like, I didn't really think they'd enforce it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because it's not, it's not a legal requirement. That time this frame is, is what gone. again I was gonna, I was gonna say when you were like ninety six percent people don't know the restrictions. When that happened to us, I was like, I'm pretty sure that the time limit was removed. So, like, they're just doing the time it limit annoying. is removed. They're just doing it to get turnover on the table yeah, and get like, more money in. That's so annoying. It's really frustrating. And then I went out again, as I said, to get cat called um, and <laughs> decided to go for some food after that. Um, and again, booked it. Was just like, like the food wasn't amazing. Service wasn't great. It was outdoors, but like no sun whatsoever. It was like covered mm. by high rise buildings. You were squished into a little table. Again, an hour 45, they came over and just handed us our bill. Like, it's just what they're all doing. And honestly, I think I'm just going to go for like walk-ins now because 
that, that it seems that like walk-in places are way more like not cash in terms of like relaxed restrictions but just like throw yourself in have a pint maybe if they do pizzas or something like get a nice pizza or go somewhere else then and get a pizza like I'm finding the place that you can book are like doing that on purpose yeah. to like hour 45 turnover 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 and it's like you can't even really enjoy it which is mental because like especially with us I know me and you would have happily drank like cock you know like cock we wouldn't be drinking like the swill you know we were drinking cocktails that cost like whatever amount of money like so it's not like they wouldn't have been making money from us yeah and also to put it into perspective guys like we were in like a nice like well-established bar restaurant like that's why we were like why are we eating off plastic and like paper plates I know because they closed their kitchen and they were still cooking it out of a little like and still charging prices as if they had an indoor kitchen and we were eating off like silverware imagine imagine like it was crazy similar thing happened to me I went out to Bobby's uh on Baggett Street again we were turfed out after an hour and 45 and like it's kind of like a tapas you kind of you get like a few bits for the table and like we had been ordering consistently you know like a bowl of olives or you know breadboard we got a charcuterie and um like you know we were having drinks and again like very swift turnover and then we did do a walk-in in the Wellington and they were grand so I do I agree with you I think walk-ins are where it's at 100% I'm done there's one last place that I would like to try I'd like to try the goat I think that that would be good vibes and I don't know if they have time limits because you can book for drinks there which leads me to believe that you wouldn't have to have a time limit yeah um so I feel like I might try that out. That'll be like the only other place that I think I'd try and book. But apart from that, has a nice walk-ins, outfit. baby. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. Um, yeah, so that's been definitely a lockdown easing fail for me. Um, I did also ride public transport uh, on the way in, got the Lewis. And uh, yeah, it's busy. Like, mm. It's annoying. I had to stand most of the way and I decided to wear like, sandal heels for the first time who the fuck am I um so my feet were already cut to bits before I even got to the Lewis before I even got on the Lewis to go out oh my god (laughs) I literally I'm looking at the net they're like covered in cuts love that for me that um happened to me and I wore a pair of like like they're kind of leathery like and they have a heel on them and Mm. I again I was like near enough to South William Street and I was then I was going over to meet my friend and she lives out by Grand Canal Dock and I was talking to one of my other friends and she's kind of from around town and I was like I'm gonna have to get two Lewis's now over to her and she was like don't get two Lewis's you can walk from here you'll be grand like it'll take you 10 minutes to walk from here I was like will it me being me not particularly knowing town in, despite the fact I haven't gone to college over that side of town so I fucking should have known and I was like 
oh all right I'll walk it it took me like 35 to 40 minutes to get there and by the time I got there I was only walking on my toes because my feet had blistered up so much and it was so hot and I was sweating and I got up to her door and I was like I'm not having a good time oh my god I hope you told her it's mean to lie yeah well like for her now she was like I just fly up there now I was like yeah you (laughs) not me <laughs> Horrific. Yeah, yeah. Um, another post-pandemic fail that I've come across is like making chat about whether somebody like, oh, have you gotten your vaccine or whatever? And older people becoming massively offended that you think that they could be in the category of being vaccinated. <laughs> I had one guy nearly lose his shit. He was like, my parents are only being vaccinated now. I was like, hon, that's, that's it. Yeah, but like, wow. does it fall under a special category or anything? Like, <laughs> I, literally, I wasn't even asking him specifically. I just asked in general. I was like, oh, has anyone been getting their vaccine or whatever? And my God, the offense that was taken. I was like, well, never asking that fucking question again also there's like vaccine elitists who like will only post up if they got a Pfizer vaccine <laughs> you'll never you'll <laughs> never see it <laughs> you'll never see an AstraZeneca being like I'm vaccinated <laughs> my they're like pa- I'm risking it <laughs> oh yeah my my parents I think they got it like they're fully vaccinated now so they've they were in the two categories maybe one category ago sorry mom dad and uh their friends all ask them which one did you get like oh yeah now which one yeah. which one were you given and then and then if you say like Pfizer they're like oh brilliant very good <laughs> that's obviously the one that's top tier to everyone in Ireland oh it is it is it's gold standard 100 percent um but did you see that that there's somebody did like a funny video about it it was basically a guy and he had a, an eye in the middle of his forehead and his new neighbor turns around, it's set in like the future. Yeah. And his neighbor turns around and goes, oh, right, were you a Pfizer? And he goes, yeah, I was a Pfizer. And then your man like holds up his hand and he has like seven fingers. And he's like, oh, I was a Moderna. And then next thing, <laughs> this, next thing this like flesh eating zombie starts coming towards and they go, oh, the fucking AstraZeneca. <laughs> I'd hate to see what the Johnson and Johnson one was. That's like bottom of the. <laughs> that's bottom of the. They didn't make it that far into the future. <laughs> yeah, you just just don't get vaccinated. Ah <laughs> uh, no, I think they're all great, but I do know somebody whose neighbor is an anti-vaxer oh. and chased them around with a magnet to try and ascertain whether they were now magnetic following their vaccine literally took a magnet from the fridge and approached them to check whether they were now magnetic on their arm like so i'm that was sure real- this person is educated do you know what i mean like that's what makes it even sadder yeah like i who knows uh but definitely there's there's uh there's some comic relief to be had you know oh, i'm not sure. like they're all know. i'm sure they're all of equal of the same level it's just funny that that's the perception that's happening now it's like oh 100 there's definitely comic relief to be had by all this definitely um 
I saw a video and it was again applicable to our topic and it was a woman and she was like explaining so her her like she does a series and it's explaining this to my past self and then it was explaining the pandemic to my past self and it was so funny it was like she was going to throw away like all these like rotten comfortable clothes and she was like no you're gonna need those and then like she was like looking at (laughs) face masks and like she was like trying to explain she was like it was just so funny and I was like trying to think about it from my point of view and I was like imagine like telling yourself geez it would be 2019 now being like this is what it's going to be like like you're not going to see the inside of a pub for however long like I used to see the inside of a pub like way more often than I'd even admit Um, but numerous times a week numerous Um, but one thing that I did notice about kind of the past couple of months is that when everything kind of started last year and things were being cancelled and you know say Paddy's day or people Mm. had their birthdays and things like you'd always say like but next year we're going to do a bigger and better you know this time next year we're going to celebrate you know when this is all over blah blah I've noticed that that has just completely fucked off so even like (laughs) there's just none of it it's like even like Paddy's Day being cancelled again this year it was just like it's cancelled we're not talking about next year we're not there's no we're not going to say anything it is cancelled and then people's birthdays now like you just make do like there's no like I suppose now it's it's obviously better much better than what it was but like in previous like I made all my friends come for now not everyone got in I made my friends go for like a a, a sea swim in the middle of November for my (laughs) birthday last year because it was just like fuck it like what are you gonna do you know you can't there's so many things that was like oh when this is all over we'll celebrate we'll celebrate like can you even remember all the things you said that about at this stage? Like pretty much anything, anytime anything happened. Like that weekend you and I went out and we had our pandemic fail. That was us celebrating the fact that we started a podcast and we started it back in January. At least we did that one yeah, though. It took, but a like, while. it took a while. So many things that you just put off. Yeah, this will be my second lockdown birthday now coming up, which is mad like. I on Mine both full, of my birthdays yeah, nothing things have been easing like I was able to go out for um dinner with my family last year and I think I'll be okay this year as well see it's because you're a summer baby yeah. yeah you're a summer baby so it kind of dies down a bit in summer with the good weather and things like that yeah but, uh, yeah I think if uh, if I'm locked down again still for my birthday this year then you you will have to actually get into the sea this time <laughs> no <laughs> Yeah, and I you know what's funny I rocked up and was like fully expecting to be the only one who wasn't getting in and I was like I'll mind the coats and the bags and the shoes and all that kind of stuff like, Butlers. Fucking nobody Butlers. got in I was like I feel so excuse bad. me two people got in with me yeah who care about me <laughs> that was cool though we saw a seal remember it was so cute it was really cute but maybe I will I'll bet I never got into that sea swim craze like I think the last time I swam in the sea was when I was in Spain it's um 
it's something that I do like to do. My only reason is, have you heard of Wim Hof? No. So there's a guy called Wim Hof and he has the Wim, the Wim Hof method. And there's actually a lot of science behind um, cold water um, kind of immersion and uh, your breath work. So I even found uh, yesterday I was a little bit worse for wear waking up after um, a pile of pints on Saturday and uh, kind of woke up and like I didn't sleep well either, which is ugh, it really compounds it. And I was kind of like, fuck, I was like, am I going to be wrote off for the day? And I said, no, I'm not. Stuck into the shower. And at the end, I just turned it onto full blown freezing water. Absolutely happy days. That is really Sorts you right out. Sorts you right out, I'm telling you. It's all about like, I don't know, like your breath control and just, just freaking your system the fuck out. <laughs> good for your hair as well, isn't it? It like closes the cuticle in your hair. Well, that's the problem is that I actually couldn't put my head under because I couldn't, uh, I couldn't possibly wash my hair. Your head is the hard, like, it's the worst. It, it feels the cold the most, I think, like in the most extreme way. I, I know what you mean. I love putting my head under um if possible but like sorry how many fucking times a week can one wash their long blonde hair like blonde is a fucking nightmare to brush in the first place i always think that about people who surf every day i'm like how do you keep your hair they don't they don't wash their hair you're not seeing their hair unless (laughs) unless they're like a model and they're like i surf No, but it's like, yeah, they've like beach waves, which basically means that they just have salt water in it the whole time. Well, looks good to me. Yeah. So they were some of our post-pandemic lockdown easing. I'm actually realizing for the first time we have not actually named the episode before recording. What do we want to call it? Whoop. Yeah, I normally say it at the start. Jesus, you can tell now. Yeah. You can tell we're normally coming down to the end of the series now because we're so scattered. Oh, we're fucking straggling to the end. We're literally crawling. Um, Yeah, I don't know if if we can think of it on the spot right now. I don't want to have to edit all this shit out. (laughs) No, no, I'll think of something at the end. We'll think of it after. Yes, yeah, so um, our pandemic fails. Did you see any weekly fails? So, for anything in the media that struck your fancy, I completely forgot about that segment. Yeah. <laughs> Why did you leave it out? <laughs> yeah, yes. say nothing. One thing I did see was that who uh, who warned women of childbearing age against drinking alcohol son of a bitch i mean i know do you know we, we could actually just name this this podcast like fucking sexual fuck sexism <laughs> fuck women yeah, yeah exactly fuck <laughs> women and your fucking genes and your fucking drinks and i was like of childbearing age like is that when you get your period so like for, and when you're legal of of legal age to drink so 18 up to what 40 we're just not supposed to drink Pick, sorry are people not like still technically childbearing until they're like 50 yeah i don't know when you like is it childbearing up until you go through the menopause menopause so does that just mean like you're supposed to just not 
enjoy not that partake alcohol to enjoy your life but you don't mean that you're just like deprived of this aspect of your life in case you want to have kids it's just the absolute neck like the neck of just being told that like like be specific like if what you're trying to say is if you're trying to have a child it's probably better not to drink alcohol yes that I can understand not just well because you are the age you can't drink alcohol you sorry and like the neck of them to research that in the first place just fucking leave it alone leave us alone research the COVID-19 fucking virus pandemic and get it sorted don't look into this shit exactly like honestly fuck women it's (laughs) it's just you can't wear a pair of flare jeans and you can't have a few drinks anymore it's just shit (sighs) oh gas Uh, that was a good one well done yeah, that's that's the only one I saw that I thought was funny to bring up. The rest is just all about Love Island coming back. Ooh, and I did see something controversial on Instagram about that, in that someone was giving out that there's no body inclusivity um, yeah. in this year's, and they would have expected with the way that kind of things have progressed that they might have seen some kind of alternate body types in the house this year. Yeah, but even like, like the fact that like they never have any like particular diversity in the cast either. Like there's a couple of, you know, token people that they throw in, but like the majority of the people are just white, blonde and toned. You see, I suppose why I kind of have a little bit of a controversial opinion over it is like if somebody like that who goes into Love Island is goes to the gym for hours a day and they're expecting what they're expecting out of Love Island. Mm. Like, I mean, are, are, you, are you really going to be able to mix like different layers of people? I don't know. Do you know that kind of way? Like maybe that's a really controversial thing to say. And obviously in, in, in general life, that's not strictly true, but I, I don't know. I, I think I'd, I wouldn't want to be put in as the token fucking diverse body type. <laughs> Jesus Christ, no. <laughs> Could you imagine if they were just like, they would go on, we'll stick her in as the like, wild card. <laughs> oh my God. I was like looking under, like if you read the comments under the, because the, they put up like, you know, sh- they actually put up Sharon, Shannon and Aaron all in a row, which is funny because they're like, they're pretty much just a hybrid of each other's name. And like the comments underneath them are so mean already. And it was literally just a Polaroid of their face. Like their bodies weren't even included in it. Yeah, it's a, it's a like, slippery slope. Oh, there was one and then there was a comment under it and she, it was like, she looks like a right bitch. What? Oh my fucking God. What? Sorry, can we just please, people who do that on Instagram or Facebook or social, whatever their platform is, who literally just comment on shit being a dick. What is that? Like, oh, do I? I. Yeah. If you're a troll, you are the scum of the earth. I just don't understand it. Like, I don't think that I know anyone who could be a troll. So then I'm like, so then who are all these trolls? 
Yeah, and there's thousands of them. Like, which makes me believe that am I naive in thinking that I don't know a troll? Yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna log into my fake profile after this and start slagging people off. Like, <laughs> Comment like, on the adulting fails post and be like, "He's our shit." Yeah. <laughs> completely destroy us like heckle us to the ground <laughs> uh, oh, like I don't like sometimes it's funny and you can have a laugh and like roasting people is funny do you know like a few slags <laughs> like, when you are commenting under it like saying like her like she looks like a right bitch like why would you say that like that poor girl <laughs> has probably starved herself and worked out and done fake down spent thousands of pounds on getting to this place she's so excited she thinks it's gonna launch her career and then you write that under it like you're an absolute dick so Aoife as a beautiful roundup to the fact that this was the last episode of the series um you mentioned about having a little look back a little bit of nostalgia over the series that we prepared on this journey for the past six months six months tough going self-taught self-made look at us now millionaire (laughs) we're like kylie fucking jenner um no i thought it would be nice just to do a recap and do all of our highlights you know the way you like at the end of every year you're like highs and lows except i just thought we'd just do highs because i'm sure people just only want to hear about the good stuff even though it's a failed podcast, but yeah. Mm. So mm. I was going to say definitely top two episodes that we recorded was shout out to Roe from Daters Gonna Date. Um, number one, probably Dating Fails. That we got an amazing response to. Hilarious. Which, post. by the way, we have failed on because that, for some reason, is the only episode that has never made it onto Apple Podcasts. Yeah. And it's one of our highest listened to episodes, yet it doesn't, it's not accessible to like. And we can't get it on. iPhone either. It's I, like no idea. No other episode have we had that problem. That one episode. So I know there was someone who had said it to us that she couldn't even listen. She's like, you guys keep talking about this like dating disasters episode. And I'm like, oh shit. Oh yeah. And um, then- so yeah, that was a fail. And we double failed because I thought that taking it down and republishing it would put it back up there. But what it actually did was put all of the episodes out of whack. So if you look at it on on a podcast platform like Spotify, it goes like one, two, three, four, six, five, seven, eight, nine. <laughs> and it's <laughs> around. It's so annoying. So double fail on that one. However, content was great Roe was fab and yeah I just thought we got a really funny response from it and as well I think your little tinder trauma diaries was born of itself which is one of my favorite segments of our podcast so yeah I really enjoyed that definitely I think that was like the most engaged one we had with listeners um I suppose people people who are single I find, you know, there's strength in numbers. So yeah. sometimes when you're kind of going through the thick of it and you're just coming across fucking idiots, it really helps to like know that other people are as well. And then I also think though that like when you're not single and you're in a relationship, like you don't get to see 
a lot of this shit. So it's actually really funny mm. to be able to kind of see what's going on um, that, that you don't get to see. So I really think that that, that was a fantastic um, episode and I loved everyone's engagement. And I love exactly as you say that the kind of spirit of it lives on through the Tinder trauma diaries. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's see if the Tinder trauma diaries will make a return next season. Um, see for t- season two now. Yeah, I have to say single now just to get all the promo and yeah. AF links. Then. <laughs> so funny. Um, I think as well, one of my all-time favorites was when the listener wrote into us in our Money Mishaps episode about the cordless skipping rope. Like that really just made my life. Like I thought that was the funniest thing I'd ever heard. Like I think the whole, <laughs> I think us teasing that out in the yeah. episode was fucking funny because there was just no, we didn't even land on how exactly we felt about it. We just thought it was the funniest thing. Um, I'd never heard of it before. I'm so glad that somebody brought that into our lives. I know. And I'm glad that it was invented and I'm glad that someone bought it. You know, <laughs> it was a great turn of events. And it was great 100%. content 100%. and um also we could have probably used it in this episode because that was definitely a pandemic purchase 100 percent um i really enjoyed the story in poor decisions which i think was our second episode mm. um about that listener who sent in about their that fella they'd started to see or something deciding that he was just going to come over to her and like ringing and then trying to like he had, he like scaled yeah. the wall the security guard brought him up like I just feel like yes I'm like that's definitely something that happens <laughs> oh, in 100%. life and we love to hear it we are here for it here for it definitely and it's it's funny as well um holiday hijinks then I think was our fourth episode mm. and you told the story about um being in this insecurity and um oh, oh having God, the yeah. sunglasses on your head and, and you thinking that the security person was saluting you but what's so funny about that is when the first time I mentioned this podcast to you and yeah. the concept that is the story that you turned around and said <laughs> you were basically like, oh, my God, yes, this is my life. And you told that story to me. And it was just it was a spark to, yeah. to kind of what was to come. Like, it was so funny um, that that had happened. And I'm just so glad that we really kind of brought a lot of our humor into all the different topics that we did it's been so funny yeah yeah actually that was a real like 360 moment that I then told it in the podcast and it was totally just, like, and even around. and even when you told on the podcast I didn't I didn't straight away remember and I don't know if you told me like the whole story I think you just no. told it quickly when I yeah. think so it was it was great to kind of get that kind of live um reaction as well which I think is, is so much fun on this podcast it's it's a listener actually wrote in to say that our reaction to her story about the Peter Marks voucher from your man was hilarious and yeah. she really she loved it she was like she was like Ethan's reaction is so funny <laughs> That's and that was in her 
<laughs> Although in saying uh, that, if someone wants to buy me and Peter Mar- Mark's voucher, like get ahead because getting your hair done is fucking expensive. Like one hundred percent. Um, I will definitely like. I I'll be honest. I've I've gotten very bad at texting. Um, in oh, the my. whole, in the whole men's space. Um, but I will text for a salon voucher <laughs> or a nice Indian. I loved that when you told when you told us that you've been offered multiple tikka masalas for your troubles, <laughs> like numerous bunas <laughs> as a result of my. T- and actually, it's funny because I don't think I even explained it at the time. That is a. Um, it's a Gavin and Stacy quote that's on my hinge. The chicken boon, the lamb boon, a prom boon. Like, but when yeah. I said it, I think last week, I don't think I even said it to people. So I'd say listeners were probably thinking, like, why the fuck is that on your hinge profile? Why are you so hungry? <laughs> like, but also the level of concern that I get from people about that. Like, people will reply and be like, oh my God, Sophie, all for you? And I'd be like, are you fucking joking me? The fuck? Obviously not. And then they'll be like, "Oh, sorry, I see. It's like in response to the question, what I order for the table, and I'm just like, leave immediately. If you, yeah. I understand people might not have watched Gavin and Stacey, but to not cop that that yeah, is not all for you. Not, yeah, <laughs> it's a little bit interesting. Look, I mean, it's a good question to weed out the, uh, you know, get the cream of the crop, or what is it, the chaff from the. I don't know what that's saying. I know what you're trying to say, yeah. but I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't know what that phrase is either. So, <laughs> um, yeah, good question to see who not to talk to. That's what I'm trying to say here. Totally. And I think um, there are certain things, as I said, and to, even today's Tinder trauma, like there are certain things in a profile that you're just like, fucking no. Um, some people look like they'd fight you. And, and some guy said... Uh, People have started putting up on their 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 profiles that they're vaccinated. And oh, that's wow, a thing okay. now. Great. And I came across one guy's profile and in his bio, he literally wrote, nobody cares if you're vaccinated, you cunt. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that's so aggressive to somebody that yeah. you're potentially going to swipe for. Like you've yeah. already called them. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, are you just here to fight? <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> like, that's what you come across on like, the app. Why are you taking that so personally? Oh my God. To literally make a bio out of it. Like, <laughs> and what do you think calling strangers comes for? Do you honestly think you're going to be like, yeah, he seems like a really calm and placid person I want to talk to? He doesn't overreact to anything. I'm sure we'll have a really gentle time. (laughs) (laughs) He definitely likes to cuddle and hold hands. (laughs) Oh, that was great. Thank you so much for that. (laughs) (laughs) You are so welcome. So on that high of a laugh I think let's call it on season one and 
thank our amazing listeners who've listened. I definitely didn't think that we'd have as many people listen. I honestly thought it would be like, I don't even know who's going to listen. Um, and it's interesting because a lot of my friends actually don't listen. <laughs> oh yeah. So like, it means that people are listening that like I'm not friends with, which is, um, which is a really nice thought um, that we're just spreading a bit of joy um, to people. Because I mean, that's what all of this was about. If anybody didn't listen to the very first episode when we introduced it, the concept was born out of um, a term called rumination where you sit and you kind of think about things that you did that were embarrassing or you know times where you failed you just go over and over them in your head and we all know that sometimes you can just feel really shitty about that or embarrassed or something and I just think what a positive to turn it into humor and the laughs we've had and I think the laughs that other people have had from it as well I think is so um, fantastic so yeah big thanks to anybody who has listened and if you if you've missed any episodes we won't be recording for um a, a good little while now so throw yourself back there's fitness flops there's kiddleting there's wedding crashes there's loads of topics there so there's an entire episode basically dedicated to me and sophie getting sick after drinking so listen to that <laughs> poor decisions episode yeah. two very good one so yeah, guys, you've got a lot of time to catch up now. Get us on when you're doing your hikes and your walks and your drives. If you're going on your staycations this year, pop us along for the journey. Please do. And do you know, it's still send in your fails because just because we won't be recording doesn't mean that like we're going away to make some material. Unfortunately, we will inevitably fail over the next little while. Um, and you guys are going to as well. So send us a DM, slide on into the DMs, mm. and <laughs> let us know your fails. Let us know your fails. Keep okay, we'll, we'll probably pop some stories up in the meantime, just so you guys don't forget us. But yeah, we're going to close off there. Thank you so much, everybody. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye.